Good day everyone, you're listening to Time For Your Hobby, and this is episode 5, Words Say Much, Words Say None, The Beautiful Poetry Has Just Begun? Nope. The beauty of poetry, bro. The beauty of poetry has just begun. Get it right. Okay, yes, so... Keep that in, please. Yeah, it's staying in. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Amber from Starter Pack Podcast as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Just myself, I'm good, and you know my shadow's doing good. We're talking to the listeners, actually. Ah, yes, the listeners. Asking them how they are. It's not all about you, Alex. It's true. Today is all about you. Aww. You're the guest. Yay! Ding. And today we are going to talk about poetry. Yes, we are. I'm and really excited. Everything that she loves about it, and it is her hobby, correct? It is my hobby. It's uh, one of my hobbies. So, uh, before we start talking about poetry, why don't you tell the audience or the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, my name's Amber. I am 27 years old. Technically, I should be 28, but I'm a November baby. So, you know, gotta wait for that time to click. It's just really frustrating for me because everyone turns 28 and I'm always like the last one to turn. And so when I meet people that are my age, they're like, oh, how old are you? 27. Oh, we were the same age. I'm like, no, we're not. I'm a year older than you. <laughs> I'm just born in November. I'm 27 years old. I'm a creative writer. Uh, currently, I work in realty, but that'll be changing soon. Um, I've known Alex for since 2012. Yeah, that friends. sounds about right. And uh, um, I told him that I was having, I was going to do a podcast, and then he got really excited. And he was like, "I want to do a podcast." And so I was like, "Bro, can I be on your podcast?" He's like, "Of course. Can you be? On, can I be on your podcast?" And now here we are. Yeah. So I'm excited to go on her podcast and In talk about my stuff. We're, it's not hobbies, but it's not hobbies. But uh, I'll put everything in the description on where you can find Amber's podcast and anything else she would like to share with us. Let's say maybe you want her Instagram, right? No. Yeah, you can follow me. It's it's a private account, but you guys can okay, follow so, me and yeah, I'll exactly. accept it. <laughs> that will come in due time. So uh, yeah, why don't you tell us uh, what is your hobby exactly? It's poetry, right? So as I said, I'm a creative writer, but when I was when I first came to Canada, English was kind of really hard for me to learn. I was in ESL. And I was really struggling to adapt to the place pretty much where I had come in because no one like spoke the same language as me, which was Urdu at the time. And so when I got into poetry, it was because of my English teacher in grade seven, where we had to write a short story. And he kind of inspired me to get into poetry right afterwards because he was saying, oh, you know, like I know English is really hard for you to learn, but there's like because I'm a very visual and auditorial learner, like he's like, there's different ways that you can use the language to kind of help you grow into getting um, to where I am pretty much right now. So after I wrote that first short story, I was like, okay, I like listening to music and, you know, the words rhyme and they're kind of, when things rhyme, it's easier to learn. That's why there's like nursery rhymes and stuff mm -hmm. for kids. So I kind of took that upon myself. And I remember the first poet, poem i wrote was um up in the club do you like, remember that song like a up in, like the actual like, song the okay actual song, up i think it's like a kid's thing and then no, you say up no, in the club actually, like usher usher yeah so okay. i took that song and i kind of broke it down like verse by verse and i like taught myself to like learn it through that so i used music and writing to like improve my english and here we are now i'm very fluent so you're pretty much a hip-hop star uh, <laughs> it was really bad i don't know what happened to that to that poem but um hopefully it'll never resurface again so it was your teacher that taught you how to learn the language through poetry right through poetry and through writing yeah so were you intrigued by it when you first learned about it like he showed it to you and you said oh 
Okay. Or you're like, oh, I really want to give this a try. Well, no, I didn't understand it. Okay. Because you know when you're when you're little and they're like, they're like, oh, here, this is a poem we're going to be reading today. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what the poem was even talking about. I just like the rhyming aspect of it. And so um, that's when I started to get interested. And I was like, oh, like words can rhyme and like have a similar sound. I like doing that. That sounds fun. So then when I, when I started writing, I was like 12 years old, by the way. Mm-hmm. No, this is yesterday. <laughs> Her English got really good in one day. Really Just fast. So many poems she wrote. Yeah, I have written a lot of poems. So that's when I first started. And then as I, um, you know, went to grade eight grand degree nine like it just it stayed with me and a lot of the poetry that i write is free verse and it's very emotionally driven because i'm a very emotionally driven person no no i get it i get it the same with my music yeah so i can't just i can't just freestyle on the spot like if alec was like yo amber drop a beat yo or, amber drop a beat <laughs> i'd be like nah b <laughs> <laughs> yeah b b b no. nah b so what you're saying is that you first learned about poetry from trying to learn english you didn't have the con you didn't know about poetry beforehand in no, your own language no no like i mean nursery rhymes i went to like arabic that? school and there was like like i my parents wanted me to learn the quran and stuff mm-hmm. but like that's not really <laughs> the same thing okay um and o- outside of like of being in school as a kid before like when i was in Pakistan, i just wanted to play around in the dirt and like ride my bike like it's good it, like education wasn't like really disciplined on me back home right as the way it is in north america Mm -hmm. so when i came here it was like yeah you have to learn this you have to do this you have to get good grades there are like certain expectations of you and education is a that's okay it's okay (laughs) that's the listeners tuning in asking questions (laughs) the ones that don't even know the podcast is not even up yet kind of thing (laughs) sorry my bad no it's all good uh yeah so obviously and i'm very blessed because like i I moved here and i learned english i learned a lot of different things that i wouldn't have probably learned back home in pakistan so yeah that was like the starting point i just got into it and then it it became more about as i went into high school or when i started to to get to that teenager uh spot it became very romantical romantical romantic Romantic? Romantic. Romicized. Romicized. I'm a writer and I can't even remember the word. I I mess up too. Um, So yeah, as soon as I got into like the teenage years, I was like, oh, that boy's cute. Oh, I'm going to talk about his hair, his eyes, the way he makes me feel inside. (laughs) Yeah, his cute butt, all all of that. So, um, So and I mean, now it's it's not just about romance. It's not just about um, trying to rhyme like... These days, I haven't I haven't been writing poetry a lot because I've been focusing a lot on my creative writing. But okay. um, when I do write, it's about the things that are happening around me. Um, one of the one of the snippets I'll read you guys afterwards. Ooh, excited! <laughs> is, I hope I think a lot of females will be able to relate to it because it's. I mean, can I just say it? The poem or the... Can I just say like what it's based Say the title and then save it for later. Okay, okay. So it's called Volcano. I can get what it's going for. It's not about anger, surprisingly. I wasn't thinking about that. Oh, really? I was thinking about just a volcano of like emotions, not just anger. Yeah, volcano of emotions. Yeah, not just anger, like like a good explosion, like happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Am I right? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I'm probably I was just very surprised that this poem even came out of me because I usually don't... Um, like I feel like I've evolved as a person and I've been able to 
control my negative thoughts a little bit better than mm-hmm. I was when I was a teenager because they were pretty bad back then. Um, but then when this one came out of me, I was like, oh, damn, like mic drop. <laughs> I was like, my, and it's not a, it's not a long poem. It's, it's pretty short. And I showed it to Matt and he was like, oh God, you are feeling something today. And I'm like, I know I am. And I think that's where, when the best stuff comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like spoke to other, other artists about this, but usually the best stuff comes out when you're most, when you're most miserable, when you're most sad, when you're most like really low at a low point mm. that's when all the inspiration comes to you because you just like have so much and you just want to like let it all out whatever I, I form, whatever form that takes whether it's music whether it's it could even be like an active thing mm. like you know people go out to be active because they're like have so much anger and rage and like emotion like pent up that they would just want to like release for me when i make my music when i write the lyrics it's mostly when I'm very tired, right. that I get very creative. Yeah, that, uh, like at nighttime. Yeah, at nighttime, yeah. and I just or when write. you like wake up in the middle of the in the middle of the night, I'm like, I don't need to go to the washroom. I need to write these lyrics. Yeah, exactly. So I feel that. I was gonna ask you. I know you don't like to c- categorize your poems and your poetry, but would it fall? What kind of style exactly? Because I was looking up different types of style of poetry, mm-hmm. such as haikus and sonnets and mm-hmm. limerick. Limerick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So which one would yours be closest to? I'm sure it's not a haiku. No, it's. I would say it's a free verse. Mm. That's where the, the writer has control over the rhyming, the vocabulary, the length, everything. Like not all my poems are the exact same length and not all of them sound the same. But also you have to remember like after a certain point, I started singing the poetry that I was writing. Really? Right? Yeah. Okay. So then I started turning them into songs. And that's where I kind of became like a songwriter. That's awesome. Yeah. So my poetry turned into music. Um, I can't remember what year it was. But that was like when I met you, I had all those songs written down mm-hmm. and I like sang some of them for you. And so that was at the time where I was like trying to um, use that in like real life. I'm like, oh, how can I like use my poetry and my songs? Like, because I'm not a very good singer. So I'm like, I want, that's why I met Kate. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to, I wanted to, get her on board with with my songs and stuff but it hasn't really gone the way that i wanted so to. you wanted her to sing your songs right yeah i just okay. want to write the songs and then have her sing because she has a, a better vocal range than i do Hers- uh, hey no judgment here <laughs> everybody can sing and my wife everyone. says i can't but i still try <laughs> um so where do you so you said you usually get your inspiration from emotional things or yeah. not emotional things but what you're going through for yeah. life is there more of i know this is, could be a crazy question but a time of day do you tend to write more of your poems or is it just like, like what day i'm sad the most? no not in what day you're sad the most but let's say if you're at work or you're just like oh i just want to write these two lines that i, I want to remember or you're washing your hair and you're like oh i really want to get out the shower with the shampoo in my eye and go write this or just when you wake up or it's more late night thing um do you find like a i habit? find for creative writing it's a lot of it's very spontaneous like i could be in the shower i could be out with my friends i could be on the on my way to work on the bus and I'll just like write a thought down the worst is when like I'm sleeping and I have like this I don't know if you've ever had like this where you think you have a great dream. idea and you said you're going to remember the next morning no because but I'm a very visual person so I like have this little dream and then I snap awake and I'm like where's my phone and I have to like write it all down okay so for creative writing that's how it works for poetry no it's all directed by emotion it's all circumstantial it's all about what's happening to me mm-hmm. and if i'm like at a place where i can't express it to my friends or my family or matt then i have to p- 
put it out on paper. No, I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, because yeah. like, I mean, talking to you about it, talking to your friends about it is a good outlet and my friends are super supportive, but it's just not the same of when you can just get all that rage on without kind of feeling judged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, based off of that, when you write your poems and you show it to your friends or family, do you sometimes get them saying, oh, you should put this instead or write this like that or put that? No. Really? I get that a lot. Really? No, oh, I yeah. don't. So I think it's because it's so raw. It's kind of... Like, they're basking in the moment. Yeah. They're like taking it all in. Like I don't want to like hype myself, up for, hype myself up or anything, but when I write my poetry, it all just comes out like like vomit it's just like bleh. that's the best word you could come up with <laughs> vomit for poetry because it just like, like water as a river just flows no because you know sometimes honey that drips down no it comes out like vomit it's like ver- word vomit <laughs> like you can't hold it in it just spills out onto the page and whenever i show it to someone it's because the intensity mm-hmm. is so like up there people are like whoa holy shit like i'm sorry that you're going through this right now <laughs> you know what i mean you bring tears to their eyes um not tears but I actually had one of my best friends tell me in grade nine, she's like, this is what you were meant to do. She was like, you're meant to write. And she's like, you're, you're going to be like a songwriter someday. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like that's, that's you never know. We're still young, right? True. We're still young. So what kind of feeling, I know it's an emotional feeling, but what is the feeling you get while you're writing these songs? Are you like, yes, this is, you feel like you're on top of a mountain or. If I'm not crying. <laughs> do you, so you, you cry when sometimes when you write your When lyrics? it's sad, yeah, you can't help it. So you really go into your poem as in if it's a happy, you're if smiling the yeah, whole way. If you're exactly. angry, you're It's very reflective. Through. It's Wait. very therapeutic, some would say. So if you're angry and you're writing on a piece of paper, do you just r- shred through the piece of paper with a pencil? If I showed you my previous journals, yeah. <laughs> like previous journals from like my preteen days or where I was just like... You know, you have your preteen issues because life is never easy when you're in eighth grade or ninth grade and you have boy problems, you have school problems, no one understands you. I have so many boy problems. (laughs) Boy problems on the daily, not anymore. Hourly for me. Hourly. blessed. (laughs) Um, So wait, how did uh, poetry turn you into who you are today as a person? Did it teach you any life experiences that you bring into to work or with friendships and you can learn how to analyze people and read um, people did it help I you think with that? it's kind of helped me stamp different parts of my life because I keep the poetry like whether mm. they're on paper or on line I look back at the ones that I wrote at that certain time and I always date them right yeah of course same here. so when I look back at something I wrote in 2002 I'm like damn I was fucked up back then <laughs> Oh my god, my my lyrics are like that too. (laughs) Like what was wrong with no, it's not even like like what I wrote, but it was like, wow, I was how was I allowing myself to feel all these unnecessary feelings? Because I remember that time, I remember the instances, Mm -hmm. but it's like, how did I not just walk away from that? How did I let it like escalate to that point? Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm relearning um and accepting those times and those moments that happened and just being like I am so grateful that I have grown into such a mature and like strong person that doesn't, that knows better now, you know, kind of. So would you say your poetry is your journal or do you have a journal on the side to release your Um, I have both. Okay. I have both. I haven't written in a journal in a while though, because um, the last two months have been very, very stressful for me. So I haven't Mm. really had any time to kind of write 
poetry or or finished my novels like mm-hmm. I haven't had any time to any to myself mm-hmm. so I haven't written in a journal in a while but my sister reminded me with this really cute journal it's a very it's a very neat idea so every day you wake up and you write something that you're grateful for okay and something that you want to express so if you look back on that in like 20 years it's like damn like every single day you're writing down something I'm grateful for this and I'm feeling this you know I don't know I just think that's really cool like it's okay. like talking to your past self. So you, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So your journal is more of a autobiography. Autobiography, to, to a very good word. Yes, uh, yourself from the past, yes. and your poems is more of now and your emotions, how you feel them. Yeah, you do date them, but it's more of like releasing. It's like yeah. letting out a big breath, or like you're holding your breath for so long, you just release it. Like, <sighs> and it I, feels I good. highly recommend it for people who have, who have anxiety, because I like. You know, I I heard a lot about anxiety growing up, but I never like really mm. felt it myself until I became an, <laughs> until I turned twenty five. I never actually realized what anxiety mm. could like have an effect on a person. Mm-hmm. And like writing poetry, any sort of art, painting, drawing, running—you know—you find an outlet, and it really, really helps calm you down because well, yeah. you're just releasing that frustration onto whatever it is that you're doing, whatever well, your hobby is. Well, for me, uh, I'm dyslexic. So right. me picking up poetry as a hobby is kind of the la- one of the last things I would do as somebody who's dyslexic, but it, it gives a challenge for me to learn new words and practice a little bit on my writing skills. Right. I still write like I'm a three-year-old. My penmanship <laughs> sucks. And that's whatever. Why, that's why I'm doing a podcast. So you don't have to see my writing. As you understand it, right? Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, is poetry something that you'd like to share with the world or something more you want to keep to yourself? Like you want to teach somebody to t- do poetry or? That's such a nice question. Oh my God. I, I don't know if I read that in one of your questionnaires. I guess I didn't go through it as well, thoroughly I did, as I, I thought. I didn't write any questions. This is all improvised. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Exposed. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, that's such a good question. Honestly, I, I have, I'm very self-conscious about a lot of things in my life and my writing is obviously one of them because... I never, I guess this is very common. I never think my work is good enough. So I Mm. only ever show it to my friends or my family members and their criticism has like a huge impact on me. So I have to know that it's good before I share it. But lately I've been to a lot of like open mic nights. Really? Yeah. Like where they just like, you know, they freestyle or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, I, I, and, I, and I appreciate everyone that like goes up and like everyone who's brave enough to like stand up in front of a group and say and like make themselves that vulnerable in front mm-hmm. of strangers. And I'm like, I think I could do that. Like I want to one day just go to an open mic and like read one of my poetries. But I, I, I'm not there yet, but I want to be. We'll go together. I'll go. I'll go I first. I feel like Alex is going to peer pressure me into doing it and then yeah. it'll be great. <laughs> so here's my trick. Whenever I go up on stage, I am terrified that i'm gonna forget my lyrics yeah every single time yeah so my mind goes into a blank space and i don't think and i just it's reflex that the word comes after the other i don't actually try to think what is the next word true but true. uh yeah to each their own and take your take your time <laughs> i like i think i'd be that person reading off my phone and i judge those people but i, I like i need that i need that safety net whatever works for you exactly it's true. your lyrics it's your style it's it's you so you I gotta memorize it but i think i'd have a like a higher chance of, of messing up if I didn't have my phone on me. 
Okay. So <laughs> speaking about messing up and having anxiety of messing up on stage. Yeah. But writing the, uh, going with that, writing poetry, has that ever stressed you out? Like messing up how you write it or like you want to try to get the if perfect I'm trying work? really, really hard. Yeah. Like on a day where I just like want to wake up and like, I'm going to write a poem today. I find that's like the worst time for me <laughs> to write a poem because when I really, really want to write one, it never mm. works out. It, it never goes the way I want it to. I'm like sitting there trying to trying to rhyme a word with another word and i'm like this is the worst thing of my life i'll get like four verses down maybe and it's like not it's like c- complete garbage it'd be like tomato <laughs> and then uh, tomato especially with the shuns you know like yeah, yeah. redemption and then you're trying to find a, i mean there's a lot of things that rhyme with sh- where you can rhyme with shun but it, it's just uh, no i feel like it's better for me to just write it when i'm when i'm emotionally driven because i think that it comes out the most authentic way that way mm-hmm. where i'm trying too hard and it just doesn't work so when you do get stressed out from writing your poems do you ever do something else to unstress you or dewind i don't get a... stressed out from writing poetry no? i write poetry to de-stress okay but you've never been you like you're saying you're stuck on certain words oh it... like when i'm forcing it yeah 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 oh when i'm forcing it i just walk away okay so that's like you just walk away and you just it's take like, a breather it's like with my writing too when i'm mm-hmm. writing a novel or i'm writing a short story oh god i hate writing short stories <laughs> just write long ones <laughs> they're the worst i'm sorry because i've only been practicing writing novels so it's really mm. hard for me to like step back uh no i don't know sorry that was really loud <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, if for some reason it picks up on the eyes really well oh, oh well. sorry um what was i saying i can't remember short stories uh walking away right so when i'm like forcing myself i walk away because i think that's the best i think that's the best thing to do anyways mm-hmm, but yeah. regardless of what you're doing if you're stuck on a puzzle or I don't know, on like, I was going to be like, if you're cooking something, just step away, turn the stove off and then step away. <laughs> what if your hobby is walking and you get stressed <laughs> from walking? Do you step away? Step away, man. <laughs> step back. <laughs> or just stand still. Or just fall straight down. <laughs> just just get, lay on the ground. Lay on the ground. Take Stop, a minute. Drop, don't roll. Close your eyes if you're, unless you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then yeah, then you should probably not be walking. We're not you should the probably best be people running. to give these kind of advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen to us. Alex and I are a little too similar in that sense. <laughs> we always say this about each other, don't we? That yeah, we- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, has anybody ever actually given you bad feedback? Or not bad feedback, but just criticized you, the, your poem just to criticize and never gave something constructive? 100%. Really? And how yeah. do you take that? Or Um... To be honest, it was, it was, it hasn't really, besides me commenting on my own stuff from mm-hmm. like the 2002s or whatever that I wrote, like my best friend Asha is very good at giving advice. So like if I read her something or send it to her, she'll be like, no, actually she always gives me criti- like specific criticism. But she'll constructive, be like, right? Yeah, constructive. Okay, yeah. Sorry, specific. Constructive is a, is a proper word. She'll be like, hey, when I was reading the first part of this, it sounded very vain. Like it sounded super, like it, it sounded very materialistic. And then when I got to the end, it felt a lot better. So she's like, if that's your intention, great. But I would kind of try to if, try to even it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I always get people being like even matt um my boyfriend sorry for those of you who don't know dreamiest guy ever <laughs> man you look into his eyes and it's just you're at peace you're at harmony those icy icy blue eyes Ooh, swimming for days oh god get a room guys the ocean of love <laughs> anyway grab a paddle he's gonna come save you 
<laughs> he literally would because he loves <laughs> he loves you so much. Um, but uh, yes, yeah. So like, even when I show something to Matt, he'll be like, "I go, this is really good. Like, this is amazing." But you know, maybe you might want to try this, or you might want to try <laughs> okay. this. Um, so it's never like really negative criticism. It's if it is, there's always a positive way to fix to fix that <laughs> it's all good those are, that's the audience calling again how, to ask questions how did this just turn on again i put it on vibrate sorry my friend's calling hi me. you're on the you're on the line or you're on the air right now should Do i just like answer yeah let, why not let put me her call, on. let me call her back put on speaker, speakerphone see if she has any questions <laughs> she'll, she'll be like it's a, a podcast <laughs> it's not this is yeah this is scripted we definitely this is this. why your podcasts are like 50 minute long <laughs> yes because we have good friends calling and asking questions i know that's totally my fault i should have put her on on, I should have put it on. She's um, she she listened to your poems before, right? Saba. Yeah. Yeah, she has. I sent okay. her a few. Maybe you can ask her. Yeah. Um. Let's see if she answers. Hey, boo. Hey, Saba. I'm actually live on a podcast right now. Oh. Yeah, and everyone can hear you. Hi, Saba. How oh you doing? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Bye. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we had a question for you. Alex has a question for you. Alex, me. I have a question, Alex. Oh, Alex. Yes. My question is, um, how did you see poetry change Amber to the person she is today? How did you see her grow into a stronger person, a wiser person, a more creative person? How did you see that have an impact on her life? Oh, um, wow. That's a very very good question. Oh my god. <laughs> um so many ways. It's not even it's really oh my god, it's really hard to pinpoint. But to be honest, Amber is one of the strongest people I know. Like she's like her spirit is so strong and she's always like, you know, ready to face any and she's faced so many, you know, adversities and problems and she always like has that, you know, strong mentality. So I think it it comes from within her. And that's how she solves everything. She's like always, you know. And she also relies on her friends. You know, she um, she's really amazing with her friends. And her friends are just amazing to her as well. And she has a strong, um, you know, uh, support system. But ultimately, it's all herself. She's just amazing. I completely agree with you on that. Here, I'll pass you the phone back to her. But thank you for answering that question. I'll call you back, sweetheart. I'll call you back. Okay. Okay, bye. That's awesome. So we just had our first phone call, which was probably something really important she needed to tell you. Um, She could text it to me. Yeah, there we go. It's probably about the dinner I'm going to later. So, uh, so like, okay, so let me just clarify yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Saba has read a few of my poetries, like poems, I guess, um, but not enough that she would, because I mean, we've been friends for the past four years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in that timeline, I've only sent her a few things, and that was mostly to do with my relationships. So, I mean, if she's seen it grow in that sense, I think that's where she that's what she was talking about. She's like, I've been through a lot in my life and like my poetry has kind of been my support system along with my friends. Mm. But I think she missed a part where it was specifically poetry. It's all one and all, all in one. We get it. We get it. No, but it's good. 
So speaking about that, have you ever actually written any poems for somebody else or is it just for yourself? Mm, no. Or like I when I say really... it's for someone else, I mean, wrote a poem to help somebody in their situation or. Oh, yeah. Them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I write poetry for my friends all the time, um, especially when I was younger. Um, I'd write stuff for my friend Asha. Um, if I know like one of my friends is really, really going through a hard time, it comes out in different ways. It's not always through poetry because um, I'm a very like artsy person. So if someone's not feeling well, I'll make them like a homemade card. If um, if Jen specifically, you know, Jen, she, yeah, yeah. she's like having a rough day um, because I'm writing like a book series for her. That's awesome. Yeah, we can get into that later. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> Jen, if you're listening, she's working really hard on this book. I know I've been a little procrastination a little bit. She's making it. She's perfecting it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like if Jen's having a, like a rough day, I'll just like write her a couple of chapters of that just to like lift her spirits. Um, yeah, so it comes out in different ways. It's not always with poetry, but I mean, I have done it a few times, but it was a while mm. ago. It wasn't very recent. So your poetry has a lot to do with people you care about. Yeah. Is there anybody that inspires you, whether it's somebody you know or a famous author or hmm. to help you create your I poems? I think life inspires me. That's your biggest influence. Yeah. Yeah. Because like living is the only way to experience. And I mean, it's good to have role models and people to look up to. And I do have role models. Um, I have like a like, huge support group, amazing friends and family that like really inspire me. But um, well, I said my my poems are very raw. Mm -hmm. So unless I like really live through something that's that's affecting my my me mentally or like physically or emotionally, <laughs> lots of <laughs> let it all out. The volcano of emotion. Yes, the volcano of emotions. Then, uh, yeah, that's the best way to do it. It's like it. It's like the saying, um, "Write what you know." You know, I know nothing. Write what you've lived you through. You should see some of my lyrics. They're just nonsense. <laughs> I've seen your lyrics. They're good. Um, another question I had. It's a two-part question. Ooh, okay. What was your biggest challenge when you first started writing poems? And what is your challenge now? Your biggest challenge? My biggest challenge when I started writing, writing poems was finding words to rhyme. Mm. Because I know poems don't technically always have to rhyme, but I am a... But I mean, that's just the way I learned. Mm -hmm. And when I was first starting, I was very young and the English language was hard for me. I didn't know my vocabulary wasn't that expanded. Mm -hmm. So um, rhyming words and like making sense of what certain words meant was like a huge struggle for me. But now the struggle <laughs> with writing poetry is getting that feeling that just like I'm very happy now. <laughs> That's good. So That's good. I don't have a lot to complain about in my life. So I feel like that the part the part of me that writes poetry like word vomit hasn't happened in a while mm -hmm. um and when it does happen it i don't really have a struggle with it it's just really an emotional emotional thing okay you know what i mean yeah no I, I, I get it i get it. it it's just like oh why is this happening to me and then you just write it down that's the biggest struggle is getting through the poem actually Okay, and your poems, do they tend to be this, you said they're not always the same length, but no. in, on average, what would be a, a short poem for you and what would be considered a long poem? Like yeah, don't count, you don't have to count every... Six or eight verse, six okay, or verse. eight lines. Okay, and that's would a, be like shorter a short long. one. Okay. And then a full-on song length would be like the long one. Now, 
I feel like your short ones, they're more straight to the point, right? They're very straight I to the point. I feel like it goes in hard. It doesn't gradually escalate. No. It's, do you want to read you one? Uh, yeah. You know what? Read us one of the short ones now and then see, do you have another one, a long one for later? I do have another okay, long perfect. one. Okay, perfect. Okay. We'll listen to a short one now. So this is straight to the point. <laughs> this is the volcano one. The volcano. Ooh, okay. So erupt. <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> I know it's a weird word to say like that, but yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, hold on. So I have to find it. Okay, so in the meantime, you're going to listen to me talk, so there's no blank space in this podcast. Um, once again, if you're listening to this, it's already over 30 minutes in. This is about poetry. <laughs> if you do not know that, then uh, start from the beginning, listen okay. to it again. Okay, perfect. All right, here we go. Guys, don't judge me. <laughs> no judgment here. I'm making myself very vulnerable right now. <laughs> okay. So it's called Volcano. So I'll start right now. <laughs> Bury it deep. Cover all of me. Let it not show. Sink to the ocean floor. There is a volcano inside, boiling and molting. A dragon is sleeping. See the tip smoking? It sits there waiting. It needs one reason. Provoke Mother Nature. Challenge her seasons. Don't cry when it burns. There isn't much to gain. It was all well deserved. Feel the wrath my pain. Damn, <laughs> that's that cuts deep. It's it's so poetic. It almost sounds like a Korean, like uh, you know, a K-pop song where it's all like very selective words. Yeah, or, yeah. No, I really like it. Thank you. So that one, how long did it take to make that one? This one is very emotional for me to write because, and this might be TMI. I don't know if I okay. want to say it. No, no, no. Just the length. On just the length. Don't need to tell too much if you want to keep some stuff for yourself. No, like, I don't care about that. Okay. I just don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, I don't need to hear that. But um, Here, I'll put my finger in my nose so <laughs> I look like I'm the one uncomfortable. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say it because I think it's important. Okay. Um, so women menstruate. Let's just get that out of the... Out of the way. Out of the way. Okay. So when I was younger, I never had cramps or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was just a very easy process for me. Um, but I saw a lot of my friends suffering like they wouldn't come to school because it was that bad mm. and they'd have to go on medication for it and not just Tylenol like the heavy duty of stuff course, yeah. and it was just like I never had that so as I started getting older I started experiencing those things but it, it was never to the extent where it really like I just couldn't move and I couldn't go to work and it was like my hormones were like out of whack and it just took over your Every, whole body everything everything made me angry I was so uncomfortable. I didn't want to leave the house. Like, it was just so bad. And mm -hmm. so, like, when I wrote that, I was just, like, in so much pain. <laughs> and I just wanted to, like, get it out. So that's why it's called Volcano. Like, it's just, you're just like, ah, oh, everything hurts. Everything, and especially the two lines where it's like, don't cry when it burns. There isn't much to gain. It was all well-deserved. Feel the wrath, my pain. It's just like, I, I wish someone could feel what I'm feeling right mm -hmm. now because it's mm -hmm. just, like, it's so intense. And it kind of talks about empathy too. Like mm -hmm. uh, women go through this, but you know, and like Matt is, I love him to death, but like when I'm like in pain or I'm like, I'm, I'm going through this stuff, he'll be like, Oh, is there anything I can do? He's trying to be like really, really nice about it. But it's like, I just want to be left alone. No, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean in the sense that in Matt's shoes, it's if my hard, wife right? goes through yeah. that, I feel useless yeah, just watching her going through this and i yeah. want to help out but i yeah. am not helpful you can't it's I know not exactly. your fault you, either right? you want to like, be there just yeah. to make sure everything's okay yeah. and it's just like no just leave me i just want to be left alone mm -hmm. yeah by so means, that's yeah. why i wrote that <laughs> and but that's, I don't know. that's a very powerful poem yeah thank you of yeah so that's why i said it comes out as word vomit <laughs> once again <laughs> <laughs> a 
say it blossoms as in like the flower in the What's morning. What's wrong with the bird want ver- word vomit? The volcano, beautiful eruption, vomit. When would you ever say vomit is beautiful? <laughs> and yes, it is an eruption of your stomach coming out of your mouth, but I, hey, it's your poem. You can you can call it the word vomit. I'd say keep the volcano eruption one, the title. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. going to change it to a word vomit. <laughs> no, they yeah, all have specific titles. Uh, <laughs> uh, are there any misconceptions for people who do write poetry? I don't know. Well, we don't all wear a beret. <laughs> we don't like. I don't know if there are any misconceptions. Honestly, I'm very detached from the the poetry community. Mm-hmm. I just do it as a hobby because it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't hear like stereotyping, or I, I like get offended by certain aspects of oh she writes poetry she must be very emotional. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean I embrace that part of me. Okay, like, well, it's that's a part good. of who I am. I am I am very emotional. Well, that's good. And I mean it's not like I'm gonna deny it. But I get what you mean that comments about your creative art doesn't matter it doesn't but it matters from the people you care about yeah exactly not the people that if you're trying to make money off of it it matters Mm -hmm. obviously because i i was told one time by my teacher this is like the worst advice she gave me um she was like because she knew that i wanted to be a published yeah yeah author and she's like if you send in a PC or work to anybody, this goes with poetry or, or you know, a biography or sci-fi, whatever you're writing. She's like, if you send it into a publishing company and they want you to change it, you change it. Mm-hmm, She's like, if course. they tell you to jump, you say, hi, hi. I don't believe in that. My dad taught me or he said something that always stuck to me. He says, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Yeah, I, I just I genuinely don't believe in that. If someone tells you to change your work, change it. As long as you want to get published, do whatever they tell you. No, there's always a way. That's why I strongly believe in self-publishing. Mm. Like, why am I going to pay, pay someone who like tells me, oh, your work isn't good enough. This needs to change. They pretty much reconstruct my art mm-hmm. into what they think is presentable. Beautiful. Beauty is within the eyes of the holder or something like Beholder. that? Beholder. Beholder, yeah. yeah. Like, I just don't. I just don't want to, I believe in authenticity. I believe in a person's right to write or feel or create however they want. And if you just go around changing it, what's the point of them writing it? It's not their own anymore. You mm. know what I'm saying? So no, I, I, don't, I don't believe in those. I don't believe in that. If, unless if you're, if you want to start making money or, um, you know, selling your work, like look into the business aspect of it and do it yourself. Honestly, it's just the mm-hmm. best way to do it nowadays. You don't need to pay someone and then split your earnings with them. Like, no, I get it. Sorry. I get bye. It. No, no, we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> no, I was saying. Oh, bye to them. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. I knew Boy, that. bye. Yeah. <laughs> or girl. Um, one question I did forget to ask is when you write your poetry, you said you write it sometimes online and on paper. Which one do you prefer? Online. Online? Because with a pen and paper, I'm always like scratching stuff up. And it's just like autocorrect is my favorite thing of life. <laughs> but when you look back at it, could you imagine like you just open your book and see, wow, I can see where I scratched out. and Yeah, I mean, I still do that with my old stuff. Like when I didn't have a laptop, like I still go back and sometimes like if in my journal or whatever, I really want to just go old school and write stuff out in like mm-hmm. cursive handwriting and all that sham. Sh- shazam sham sham shazam <laughs> just throw that all up. that jazz yeah. <laughs> i just do it that way but it i don't know 
I, I just, do you still have your first poem? I do. Oh. I have an entire little binder full of it, and it's so embarrassing. But it's beautiful. <laughs> it's I, so I actually posted my first song on the internet, and it's it's very cringy, <laughs> but I'm not taking it down because... That's good. Good for you. It made me who I am today, and yeah. I, I love how cringy it is. It's beautiful. Um so we did the misconception thing. Um, do you have any advice for people who might be interested in starting poetry or want to learn more about poetry? Um, if you are interested in poetry, I guess the first thing you want to do is read. Grab a pen and paper? <laughs> no, I, I feel like reading poetry is always a good start. Mm. I read a lot, a lot of poetry before I started. But for me, more than reading it, it was listening to music. Because I love music so much and listening to verses and singers rhyming words. That was like my connection. That was my like magnetism to it. But if you want to do it yourself, I would start by picking up a poetry book or and just start off by like taking a poem that you really like and kind of use it to make it your own. It's kind of it's not it's not really plagiarizing. It's just mm-hmm. you're learning from it. Of course, right? It's like That's riding like, a bike. You, yeah. yeah, somebody's done it before, but you got to learn it somewhere. Well, the, also like when I was like deconstructing up in the club, <laughs> like I took that song, and again I wasn't I wasn't speaking English very well at that time, so I didn't understand all the words. So those those words that I didn't understand, I replaced it with something else. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like cover songs where people take a beat of a song mm-hmm. and they just use another set of lyrics into that song like recipes when you're cooking exactly so i would start by getting a pen and paper finding a poem that you really like and then deconstructing it to see if it's something that you generally want to do and enjoy and then mm-hmm. go from there and also listen to music and see if you can find inspiration there because that's where i found mine okay and uh last question for you would be <gasps> well we can keep talking but the last <laughs> question i have is where do you want to see yourself going with this in your future I hope I never lose touch with poetry. Mm. I hope and I wish that even if I'm like happy or having a good day, I wish I could just sit down and like something great would come to me. I wish it worked like that for me. Um, so I think maybe in the future, I'm going to try a little harder to make it work in that sense. I don't want to just write when I'm upset and sad mm-hmm. and hurting and stuff. I I hope to find a way to make it into a positive um like too okay but just to say yeah um the the longer poem that i have mm-hmm. is a very happy one okay so good good so we got a powerful one and now we have a happy one so, a happy one so we get to see two sides of amber yeah so, so this happy one it's really funny um this was before i started dating my boyfriend um i was watching a lot of but K- now you're happier i'm, ha- I'm yes. so happy just gotta clear that out <laughs> i got your back matt love you babe um shout out to this thing that i keep moving <laughs> You can just she's hitting the microphone in the pop filter. She just loves. I'm sorry. She thinks she's a boxer too. That's the, I the know, next I'm hobby. I'm just like a very animated person and I fidget. And we just got to put like a bubble wrap around this so you just, <laughs> just can't hit my, it. Tie my hands behind my back. I'm not in like that kind of way. Duct tape everything. And <laughs> just... Duct tape. Yeah, except for my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a very boring podcast. Just, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, of course. Let me read you my part. <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, so the the second one that I'm going to read to you guys, it was actually based on a crush that I had on a on a on a Korean actor. Okay. Yeah, his name is Kim Bin. God bless him. Um I don't know, like I I don't crush on a lot of actors, but when I do, it's pretty it's in, it's intense. <laughs> and so, just like watching his interviews, watch cuz 
I did theater in school and I like taught theater and I put on productions and I'm huge into like acting and all that stuff too. So when I see someone that performs unbelievably well, I just get hooked. And this guy's facial expressions, his whole demeanor, his like acting chops, they were just like out of this world. And I just fell head over heels for him. And after watching one of his dramas and a few of his interviews, I grabbed my phone and I just starting down, started writing this poem down. Okay. And it's like kind of like, um, you know how like those crazy K-pop fans, uh, they like write fan fiction and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the ending is kind of that delusion of like, we're going to be together. Oh, okay. In my okay. head, you know? Like it's that, del- it's that like very generic delusion of I'm going to meet you one day and like we're going to be friends, blah, 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 blah. And it's going to be great, even though we have a language barrier and you probably can't understand a single word I'm saying. It's all body language. <laughs> it's all body language. I mean, your wife is Korean, you know. <laughs> Except so that much she, body language. She speaks English she speaks very English, well. But we like to communicate body language. <laughs> TMI, bro. TMI. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is going out to people listening. Sorry. My bad. Yes. <laughs> Back to the poetry. And uh, right, I'll, yeah. I'll read you this. this yes, last the long one. one. It's called My Star. Go figure. Oh, no, no, I'm waiting. <laughs> I was, you gave I me that look I like, wasn't going to interrupt you. I was going to let you. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Guys, this is really, really funny too. So don't judge me, Alex. Okay. I can't sleep. I keep thinking of you. I didn't know it was love, darling, when I first saw you. I thought it was strange for someone to look like you, to have your eyes, your lips, your hair, and jaw. I wasn't sure how I felt about the way you talked. Now I can't seem to live without any of it. I can't believe there was another part of you that existed before it. Please stay as you are. Continue to be beautiful. Let me see how you've grown. Let me admire you even more. Your smile lights up my day, and your brow is my night. The sun may have set, but my star still shines. Time can and will tear us up both, so treasure this heart that's been broken before. As I lay awake with my mind in knots, I think the heavens and an angel like you was born. <laughs> I'm snapping my fingers. You were just waiting to snap, were you? No, 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 I was listening, <laughs> uh, but I'm snapping my fingers because that's common good etiquette to it do is for, good etiquette yeah, yeah, yeah very well done no clapping no well, that's, clapping that's a really good poem and Thank how you. long did it take you to make that one i can't remember i don't keep track of time when i'm writing these it's timeless it's timeless um, so that was dedicated to kim Wobin. i'll always love you <laughs> hope you're listening to this hope you're listening to this um so yeah do you have any websites or links or anything like that you want to share with um, the listeners a lot of my poetry is on whatpad you can follow me under the alias AM Morning. Um, that's really the only place there where I put my poetry up besides Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I even stopped doing that on Facebook. Because now it's just like really personal stuff that I don't want to like mm-hmm. share. Yeah, I get it. Um, websites. No, I don't really have a website for my poetry. So okay. it's just if you guys want to hear or learn more, just message Alex and be like, hey, Amber, you need to need a website because you want to see more of your poetry yeah exactly also um i'll get on that <laughs> if you guys have any recommendations for poems that might be good for amber yeah just send me an email at time for your hobby at gmail.com and i'll make sure to send it off to amber and, and uh if you want her back for other podcasts she'll be back but actually like i said in other podcasts doesn't matter if you want her back or not she'll be back will i yeah you'll I definitely know. will I be feel like i have the right to say no we're neighbors. So I'll just bring the <laughs> mic. We'll do like the telephone with the tin can thing. I will have duct tape all around my body the next time I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no movement. We'll just put the mic somewhere just floating. And every time well, you move. A candid podcast. I mean, this is pretty candid too, right? Candid with a can? 
Canada with a C? Canada with a C. Why do you keep bumping this thing? Because you love it. Um, <laughs> I, this is a little different. I do this, but do you have any questions for me about poetry? Ooh. I throw this around. I started doing it, so. Wait, are you into poetry? Yeah. I mean, I guess your lyrics are mostly. Poetic? Poetic. Poetic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Mm, let me. Okay, you should have told me this beforehand. I know this is a surprise question. Oh God. Okay, Alex. Yes. When did you start writing poetry? I started writing poetry back in two thousand eight. Well, that's very specific. You remember the exact like? I remember exactly how it started. What were you doing? Um, I was in high school, and my high school had a big influence in hip hop. Oh right. So I always wanted to give it a try. Went over to a friend's house. His name is Jeff, also known as Freshman. He did instrumentals and I wrote my lyrics. That's where I did my first 10 songs. Okay. And I loved it. And I said, oh, I really want to learn more about it, but I want to create my own music, my own right. instrumentals that are in my head. Yeah. And then uh, as I did that, my lyrics evolved with my instrumentals. Compared to when I first started, it was all liter literal words. For something like the lyric would be like, for something I never did or wouldn't do, I never gave up on something that was true. Right. And now my lyrics go to something, one of my songs I'm writing right now, it goes, Tick tock, your body shocked to know I'm back. You tried to clock me out, but we ain't rocking the same track. Yeah, like it's so, more advanced. It's Well, for me, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's just the evolution of poetry for me. It's mm -hmm. more towards music. Right. To be honest, I haven't read any other poetry. It's due to my dyslexia, right? Yeah, oh, that's I, fair. I tend to just I'm more a listener, so you're I, more freestyle too. I feel like oh, I can't freestyle. I mumble freestyle. <laughs> really? I'm not a mumble rapper. Just to make that clear, <laughs> I mumble Touché. just. To, but it helps me learn new things. Um. So yeah. So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you, Amber, for joining me on this show. Thanks for keeping up with my crazy antics. And yeah, if you want to learn more about Amber and her new podcast that she's starting soon called Starter Pack, right? The Starter Pack podcast. Yes, it's with uh, me and Asha. Um, we are in our late 20s. We're living in two separate cities and Toronto and Ottawa. And we've been friends for 17 years or something like that. Something crazy like that. And um, yeah, we kind of like similar to Alex's we we have a lot of guests uh on our podcast to just talk about the struggle of this generation mm -hmm. <laughs> because as I'm sure you guys have already learned over this podcast I'm a very emotionally driven person so you'll hear me very happy person a very <laughs> positive person uh so you will hear lots of ranting lots of um inter interpretations lots of struggle with careers and um whether it's mental health or physical health or even just like fun banter about mm -hmm. things that we're interested in, like like uh, like anime. Oh, I love anime. And TV shows like Friends. Oh, I love Friends. Do you actually love Friends? Oh, actual Friends. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So once again, if you want to learn more about that, I'll put everything in the link down below once it comes out once it comes out and uh <laughs> if you'd like to be on the show or have any questions at all you could send me an email at time for your hobby at gmail.com so until the next episode make some time for your hobby take care <laughs>